0: Hey, Wedding Confessionals listeners, it's Brooke. I'm just coming in early to let you know that our hilarious night with our guest, Courtney Labrie, went a little too long because we were talking a lot of shit about weddings. So we broke it up into two parts. So what you're listening to now is part one, where we dive into Courtney's history with weddings, including her really hilarious and sweet proposal and her very cool wedding. So take a listen, and then afterwards, Pam and I are going to pop in with some bridal breaks because we don't want to leave you hanging for a week without some bridal breaks. So sit back and enjoy. What you will definitely know by the end is our 50th episode.
1: Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding
0: confessionals. That's easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Oh. What? Yes. Right. Forty-nine.
1: Oh, I was so excited. No. Release Courtney. fifty is Sarah. Boom.
0: Courtney is oh, I forgot about. I'm golden. Sarah. Isn't that yes, diamond? Yes, you are fifty.
1: Like the yeah. jupe? Is that jubilee? Is fifty?
0: Speaking I, of the brits.
1: See,
2: I thought it was forty-nine. <laughs> I wrote forty-nine, but you're fifty.
0: Yes, you are <laughs> diamond. Diamond jubilee. Yes. <laughs> Episode fifty. Diamond jubilee. Are we we're no big deal. We're definitely starting the podcast right now. Good cool <laughs> w- welcome to wedding confessionals i'm brooke and i'm pam wait welcome to the wedding confessionals podcast yes i'm brooke what'd you say i just said wedding confessionals I didn't say podcast oh welcome to the wedding confessionals podcast i'm brooke and i'm pam and the only thing we love more than weddings is
2: talking shit about weddings
0: and we've i hit record just to get levels and then we started talking shit about weddings <laughs> It happens naturally. We do talk about them a lot. <laughs> we're kind of obsessed. So um, we were mentioning with our guest Courtney Labrie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, who welcome. Hello, hi. hi. Thanks that, for having me. You're episode fifty. Oh hey! I was we, just saying that makes me diamond. I didn't even realize it till we sat down. Like that's a big number,
1: Pammy. It is. Happy anniversary, Boo Boo. Thank you too. Oh, no. So flattered to be here
0: on your anniversary. We're number 50. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Courtney mm-hmm. is our buddy. She, um, how do we know Courtney? I guess her husband.
1: Yes, we were Spoiler alert,
0: Courtney's married. I I've got married. Yeah, you we're did? buddies and we have worked with her husband. And to be honest with you, I barely know you, uh-huh. but I kind of became obsessed with your wedding because I saw it on Instagram <laughs> um, and it was fucking beautiful. Are amazing.
1: Oh. Thank you. So
0: we're definitely going to get into that. And we're definitely going to put links in our Instagram and our show notes because it was freaking gorgeous. So way to go, girl. Thank you. But before we got started, we started talking about last names because I asked you, hey, what do you want me to call you? Uh Did you change your last name? And then... It was an easy answer. It
1: was not an easy answer. So I'm not particularly attached to my name. So when it came up when we were getting married, I was on the fence about it. And I asked my husband or my fiance at the time, I said, you know, if this is something, his name is Jeff, by the way. Um, Hi, Jeff. He's a G off. Uh, Jeff with a (laughs) a G. G. He's a G. He's a Jeff with a G. Uh, I said, if it was something that was important to you, then I would consider it differently. Because I, you know, I didn't feel one way or the other. So he said it would be important to him. He really wanted us to be the Dolmans. He thinks that's really cute. Um, and so I guess it's more than that. He likes the idea of us being like a family unit. Uh, and then I declared my last name when I signed my marriage license, but I have not done it yet, and it's almost been a year.
0: But you, but you said something about like when you do it when you do it during the marriage or the wedding that. It's for free or something what was the deal? I, so yeah.
1: I guess the idea de, the, the idea is when you sign your marriage license there's a thing at the bottom where you can declare your name change Got and it. then if you declare your name change then you don't need to go to court. If you don't do it there you have to have a court date and you have to I think you have to pay more money like it's a bigger ordeal. Got it. but I don't know. Good to know this would be worth looking into is there if there's like a time window,
0: Oh, you might be meeting it? Oh.
1: I don't oh. know, because I've almost been <gasps> married a year. Ooh. So maybe I'm in trouble. I don't know. Oh, I think it'll be okay. I should probably look into it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I like, next week, I think. I I <laughs> waited your, your, a year. You won your, your anniversaries next week? Yeah, next Sunday. Are you doing anything exciting? We're having a housewarming party, because we moved, and then we're going to go out to dinner. So we thought it was actually kind of cool to invite people over the night before, which is kind of strange, because, like, we had a party... Yeah, you know, a year ago. So sure, we're having yeah. our housewarming party the night before our anniversary. That's like cool. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. So, but yeah, and that's what I was saying. It's I think now it's at the point where I said I would do it. So now my hu- husband is holding me to it because I said I was going to do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, he has a good point. Yeah. You got to so honor you, your commitments.
1: Exactly. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem like a reason to change your name. It but is I a did. pain in the butt, though. <laughs> I do yeah. have to say it. Yeah, because Pam w- did it.
2: I did. And I mean, after the wedding, I started going by my new last name, uh-huh. But um, but I wasn't officially on my license or Social mm-hmm. Security until I got pregnant. And then I was like, oh, damn, I should probably do this right so that I'm officially, you know, a Daniels when I bring, a, you know, the child into the world. And mm-hmm. so, but it is, it is a big ordeal. And luckily for me, I had a friend who was also going through the same thing. So we went together. So I had a buddy and we would sit at the social security together oh, and, you
1: know, so that's so a jealous. great idea. Yeah, yeah, I did.
2: It was Regan. Regan and I went together and um, she's, I don't know, episode six or Off seven check, or yeah Regan like Watford yeah she so she was my buddy and we went together and we changed our last names together what so. a great
0: tip for people that if you're yeah. doing this find somebody that's also recently been married and if they're doing it take a buddy to the uh, social Seriously. <laughs> really helps. Helps I need it a recently totally married helps. friend you do you can make fun lunch dates out of it yeah, we, yeah. oh my god what a great idea that's, that's a hot tip that is a good idea <laughs> I was lazy slash I'm just, I I was so stubborn. The funny thing is, is that it didn't even come up in conversation until really late in the engagement. Like we're going to get married very soon. And I was turned to Tristan and I was like, I don't, I think I want to change my last name. And his response was, oh my God, I thought it would be crazy if you did. Like it doesn't fit your personality at all. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So we're chill with this. It doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) I did
1: hear something really cool. My, um, Brother's fiance, when her cousins got married, they weren't sure which last name they wanted to keep. So he was really open to it. So they were thinking it would they would take her name or they would take his name. They couldn't decide. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was, at the wedding, they flipped a coin for their last name. So like at the what? end of the ceremony, they flipped a na- they flipped a coin in whichever one it was, and then that's how they were introduced. Because they didn't know what name they were gonna be.
0: On the altar? Like or on like the in- altar.
1: Isn't that badass? What? what? I was like, that is so cool. And it ended up being the wife's name. So now they're now they have the same last name and it's the wife's last name.
0: That is
2: Awesome. my yeah eyes on the floor isn't that that's, so
1: cool left it up to chance that would freak me out yes. oh my god i would need to know <laughs> as, a, as
0: an audience member knowing that i'm going to a wedding that has now become a game show well they didn't <laughs> tell anybody they didn't tell anybody until it was
1: the actual ceremony so nobody knew it was a secret
0: oh my god
1: that's mm-hmm. i
0: love that that, that is genius bad ass everyone steal this idea right yes. seriously even if you're gonna you know you're gonna keep like the husband's name just like have the person flipping the coin in on it. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Start the relationship with Uh a lie.
1: There you go. Perfect. Keep your audience on their toes. Scam your family and (laughs) friends for entertainment. There you go. Yeah.
0: Scare the parents. Yeah. They're like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) That's so cool. Isn't that really cool? I thought that was pretty ballsy. That is really fun.
2: Well isn't there a new trend too of of people like mashing their names together like doing yeah. a little bit of both and mm-hmm. making it one and going from there
1: like a new name yeah there you go
0: you were okay so jeff is daniels yes and you were wilson, wilson. Mm-hmm. so you would have been dilson or Waniel's. <laughs> Waniel's <laughs> is pretty good Damn, Waniel's. you could still change it i'm gonna talk to Jeff. Happening. that's really catchy amazing
2: or dilson
0: dilson yeah dilson i don't know i don't like it sounds no. like Wayanuals. Dilsen, Wayanuals. Um, oh, yeah, they're both terrible last names <laughs> don't do this <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh. So now that we've had a random conversation, (laughs) welcome to the show. Thank Um, you. For our listeners, um, welcome to Wedding Confessionals if you've never (laughs) listened before. It's a show where we will um, read some confessionals That are submitted by our listeners. They are sometimes people asking for advice. Sometimes it's just them venting about stuff and we just listen and then gossip about it or we Mm -hmm. try to help out. Um, But we have a guest on every week and the guests help us uh, look at all these confessionals. And before we get started on the confessionals, we like to dive into our guests' little personal history with weddings to figure out who this person is and how Mm -hmm. you tick so we understand your perspective when you're actually giving this advice. To find out if you're giving good advice is basically what we're okay doing. cool. Yeah, yeah to yeah, yeah. qualify Make an sure qualify. Sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. I mean, you already haven't changed your last name. So I already
1: haven't changed my last name. So we know you're
0: <laughs> we know you're lazy.
1: Yeah, and lazy and just a touch stubborn. Just a touch. <laughs> just a splash. <laughs> Sprinkle if you will. Yeah.
0: So um our first question is always how old were you when you went to your first wedding?
1: I think the first wedding I went to was my sister's wedding, my half-sister. I um, have mm-hmm. two older half-sisters. And so I must have been nine or ten maybe okay. for that one. Got it. That's the first one I can remember. Maybe one when I was little, but I don't really remember them, well, the, if so that the, makes sh- sense. So the
0: one that your your half-sister got married, were you in it? Were you like a flower girl or were you just like chilling?
1: No, we were just, I was just there to observe. Did you,
0: did you have like a big impression of it or was it just like, whatever, this is just a thing and I'm going to dress and I'm ready to have some cake and go home?
1: Uh, I think it was different. Also, I was raised Jewish and okay. so it was, a uh, like, a. Like a Christian service, so I remember just like being in a church and being uncomfortable, like just not knowing what I was. I was, I was afraid I was going to do something offensive. Like I, like people would know oh, that I wasn't I raised in a church, so I was more like concerned like about you didn't kneel right or stand. I don't know, yeah. yeah, or I would be expected to say something that I didn't understand. Um, yeah. I remember being concerned. <laughs>
0: Well, I will also say that like at the age nine and 10, you're beginning that age where like things become embarrassing. Yes. you know, like everything in middle school is just Mm -hmm. humiliating. Totally. So you're just like the idea of being mortified in the middle of a wedding. Yeah. No. Meanwhile, you're like, nobody gives a shit about the nine year old in the wedding. No. And (laughs) I didn't know a ton
1: of people either. So it was also just like, I'm like, I don't know these people. I'm going to do something embarrassing. Cause like I have a knack for like falling and spilling and just like general like accidents. I'm like, a walking accident cool
0: you're like a rom-com character yeah pretty
1: much yeah (laughs) less glamorous i think i don't know i don't know you never know you're in cool la yeah there you go
0: (laughs) so how many weddings did you go to as a as a kid or as a young person or was it None. And then you just became an adult and started going to weddings.
1: I think there was that one. And then I remember my aunt's wedding and I was in college. Okay. And then just like the onslaught of them now as you get older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking Friends. I was counting it. So I think it's probably like nine or 10 at this point.
0: Okay. Yeah. But a rush in the last like two years or so, you think? Yeah. I have three this year. Oh,
1: Two wow. of them in May uh-huh. one of them in July. And I'm in the one in July. So it's like a lot of them. Mm. Yeah, There was like a little bit of a lull. Now it's just like back in full force. So this year is very wedding-y.
0: You're in wedding world. Yeah. And last year was was your wedding. Was
1: my wedding. Yeah. 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 So uh, of those nine weddings, were you in any of them? Bridesmaid or maid of honor? Yeah, I was the maid of honor for my cousin's wedding. And I was a bridesmaid once. And then I'm a bridesmaid this year. And it's interesting, also, after being a bride, being a bridesmaid, I think you're much more, like, you just have an idea. Like, I really don't want to be troublesome at all. Like, I'm trying to be really, like, I feel like I'm much more considerate. Not that I wasn't before, but when you've gone through it, you're like, I am not going to add to the stress level at all. <laughs> this is not happening. But. um the every time i'm so sorry oh, this happened the last really, time too. My head, if
0: you could see my I, head it's shaking I right I turned now turned it off airport i had an alarm continue oh, i'm so sorry it's totally fine Damn, don't yell at me mm-hmm. she's gonna yell oh no <laughs>
1: um so yeah no i was a maid of honor once and then a bridesmaid in the, in the other one um and being a maid of honor is intense that's that's something i would just like I, I It's a big job to give to someone. And, and I think being a bridesmaid is intense just because you don't get to experience the party in the same way. Like, it's about being there for the bride. It's being there for t- to support people. It's not as much like, you, especially if it's a destination wedding, like, it's not like a fun weekend away. Like, I think that's part of the You're like a, a personal truth.
0: assistant almost at times. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, what Slash do you need? Slash therapist. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Slash yeah. therapist. Yeah. When I did the, when I was the maid of honor, I, my cousin got married in New York and I lived here. So I couldn't be there for a lot of things, which is tough, tough. to be a distance member of the wedding party. Yeah. So I went two weeks early and just basically did anything that she needed me to do that's nice yeah did you paint a house I made all the little like place setting things like there were (laughs) these little like it was like a Martha Stewart
0: thing sorry no that's okay I didn't even hear her you have a sense for Ruth continue sorry
1: no (laughs) she did these um Because you know how in a Martha Stewart, everything is supposed to be simple, right?
0: Allegedly. Allegedly simple. It's only simple if you're like a professional crafter.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And this was like the one DIY element. So it was like a foam rock. And I had to paint washers and hot glue gun washers to the bottom of this foam rock because it was too light. And it would have like flown everywhere.
0: What are the point of the foam
1: rocks? Yeah. They were like, we then took a X-Acto knife. Cut in and made like a slit in the top. And then that was where people's like oh, named. Card. It was like an escort card. card. Oh, God. Okay. So I had to do that. But then when you cut open the rock, you could see the white on the inside, which ruined the illusion that it was a rock. So then I then had to take a pen and color in all of the slits in the rock. How many people were at this wedding? 200. <laughs> oh, yeah. I made 200 <laughs> rocks. Fake. Thank- foam rocks Foam rocks. it was the only diy element at the wedding and i did all of them
0: oh god
1: (laughs) what a pain
0: in the ass that's amazing so when at
1: my wedding i was like escort cards are not going to be a thing like they're going to be something simple no one is going to like waste their life spending like making 200 cards like this is not happening what did you end up doing they were these um colorful pieces of like acrylic so they were like colors that we used at the wedding and they were like little triangles and we just um somebody wrote on them with white paint
0: pen and put people's names on them and they just laid them on a table or how did you yeah
1: so that was on the table and then there were these the same kind of acrylic pieces that then um had the names on them so it was like you walked up and you could see where your table setting I guess you know what 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 do you call that like it's like a list and you find your name, a seating chart, but yes, like by table number. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you went to your table and there was like that little thing. So the, the little acrylic
0: set. thing was at your seat. Yeah. It was okay. on your place setting. That's Sorry, cool. Sorry, that was
1: confusing. Yeah. Right on. Because I didn't want anybody to have to carry anything or to make anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to be a part of others. a wedding. And then before you have yours, because then, like you, you said, like, you learn of, like, what you want to put th- people through. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you want to
0: put them through.
1: It's or true. just Or yeah. knowing that like I didn't want to do that either. But that, yeah. that was, like, too far.
0: They were really pretty, though, to be fair. They were really that pretty. Was probably one of those things were in theory, they're like, oh, this won't be so bad. And then it just... Yeah, Yeah. well, and it's funny, like, when
1: we were wedding planning, and it was like, oh, I feel like you hear that advice all the time. Like, think about the one thing you don't really care about. Like, pick and choose your battles. And the first thing that I thought of was, like, escort cards. No. (laughs) Like, that is not going to be a thing. (laughs) I was like, I do not care about them. Get out of here. So I did that for Maid of Honor. And then my other one was my college roommate, and she got married. And there were, like, five of us in that one. That one was really fun. That was fun being a bridesmaid in that
0: one. So besides you being a bridesmaid i want to get into you being a bride yes so yes. jeffrey with a Jeff. Mm-hmm. um how did you guys
1: meet we met on the internet we are in, we are in an ok cupid success story <gasps> ooh yeah so sometimes but but i will preface that by saying this was pre-tinder and i think tinder changed the game why mm. because i think online dating is not the same at least talking to my friends i think it's gotten i don't know i think it just changed the the temperature of it I don't know. Do people, what? I mean, people still online date a lot, but I, I can yeah, feel like yeah. I
0: only hear horror stories. Oh, like everyone's callous with each other?
1: Yeah, or just like, because there's something about swiping. Like, there's just something about like judging people in that way. And I think so it quickly. was easier yeah. on a site. I don't know. Maybe that's just my...
0: Theory. Well, also on Okay there's a little bit more information too, right? Mm-hmm. So when you saw his profile, because this thing we've had a, another person came on here that was like, oh, whatever, I just met on the internet, it's fine. Yeah, but like I think there's something to be said about like the actual profile and what you read. And what like captured you to be like yeah, okay? What about your intention? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, we both grew up in the Bay Area, so I noticed that he worked in production, and at the time, I worked in film production. So I used to be a coordinator. So I was like, oh, we have that in common. We'll understand each other's weird work schedules. Yeah, My yeah. right? Production people need to kind of understand that, or like have a like a partner gets it. Uh, and then he was wearing an A's hat. So, I grew up as an ace fan. Jeff is a really diehard baseball fan. So, I was like, oh, okay, that might be good. And I noticed that we had a lot of things in common, but I also noticed that any guy that I messaged on online dating would never respond back to me. So, I remember looking at his profile and being like oh yeah we have a lot in common Psh, i'm not doing anything about it and so <gasps> okcupid has this thing that like if somebody that's a good match with you looks at your profile then they send you an email and they're like so and so checked out your page like they're a good Ooh. match for you so jeff got an email about me and that's how he found me
0: and then did he poke you then or yes what? he messaged he, me he messaged first. you right? yeah so, and he, um, did you have a, did, in your profile to tell him that you were an Oakland A's fan as well?
1: Yes. And I did say Was that, that all it
0: took for him. Cause he's a much. huge fan. Yeah. He's a, <laughs>
1: yeah. He's pretty diehard. That was a good one. And then I also said that I love to cook and that, it, you know, there's always that cheesy section. That's like, what are you looking for? And I said that I was looking for someone to do the dishes. Because I cook all the time, and I was like, whoever I date needs to be like, okay with the dishes, or this is gonna be an issue. And so he remembered thinking that was funny. And so, yeah. And he was like, oh, we grew up together. We like the same baseball team. She cooks.
0: Okay. Right on. Yeah. So, first date went well. Like, immediately it was like, okay. I like this guy. (laughs) No, actually. Oh, I'm going to embarrass him. Uh, Hold on a second. Ruth apparently already wants to go outside. Ruth. She got bored. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. She's a little (laughs) princess. She's making the rounds. Yeah.
1: Um, So Jeff is really quiet, and I am not. And so we had our first date, and we were chatting, and I was, like, trying to... Coax conversation out of him and it was easy to talk to him but I also felt like I was controlling the whole conversation like I was asking him questions and like I just I felt like I was bulldozing him and I kept trying to like get him to ask me questions and he's just a little shy and so at the end of the date we went to say goodbye and he was really polite and he looked at me and he goes may I take you out to dinner and I was like oh, he has manners. I was like, he's so nice. Like, how can I say no to him? So I said yes. And then I went to the second date. And I remember complaining to my friend being like, I don't know what the deal is with this guy. Like, I'm going on this date. I'm not really sure I want to go on this date. But like I said, I would. He was really polite about it. And then I show up at the restaurant and Jeff's wearing like a dress shirt and like a shit eating grin. Like he is like so happy to see me. And I'm Aww. like, oh my God, I am such a jerk. <laughs> and and then he was like a completely different person on the second date. Like he was so much more lively. And so then it was a lot better. But after the first one, I'm like, I can't. This guy's too quiet. And then he totally, he totally changed on me. So wow. it was cute. Aww. Yeah, he just needed a moment to get comfortable. That is really I sweet. Love that. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I just had to coax him out of his shell. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jeff. That's so cute. Yeah. So um, how long after first date did we get to uh, engagement? How long did you guys date? We dated
1: for four years before we got engaged. And then we were engaged for about a year. So we've been together for six now, almost married for one. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about the proposal? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) This actually kind of goes with early dating Jeff, too. I like
0: the idea that it started with a laugh. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the story. Oh,
1: it's actually really funny. So um, Jeff didn't kiss me until my fourth date. Or our fourth date. He is the most polite gentleman oh, in the world. He is
2: really polite. Oh my gosh. And I
0: hope his mother listens because. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah,
0: he's polite. a good one. I, I hear she's a huge fan of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's mom. Sure.
1: <laughs> so, um, and, but when he did, so we went to go see the Muppet movie. And then he dropped me off and then he kissed me and he was dropping me off in the alley behind my old apartment. I lived romance. in a loft in downtown LA and he was really excited and he like attacked my face. So he was like, <laughs> it was like a really aggressive kiss. It was really cute. Like He was really excited. He, just,
0: like, he waited way too long. Yeah,
1: And so, but it was like in a lot, like, you know, like a like a gross like alley basically and down down like yeah exactly like where people (laughs) throw away their trash and like like how you got into my old building (laughs) <laughs> so when we got engaged, Jeff told me he was going to take me out on a date and he was going to plan the whole thing. And that's out of the norm because I'm a food person. So I always pick the restaurants. Oh, yeah. Mm. So I was he's like, I'm going to pick where we're going to dinner. And God, you I don't have to deal so with anything. so fun
0: to date. You know all the places to go. <laughs> I know. I'm a really
1: good. I'm really good at ordering, too. Oh, like oh, I like sure. look at a menu and I like know what you what we want to eat. Oh, man, I'm
0: terrible. Yeah. At when that. are we yeah. going? Yeah. yeah. And I like to eat, I mean- too. So this this <laughs> Yeah. <we laughs> discussed before the yeah. podcast. I guess record that you and I are eaters. Yeah. So we should. Yeah. I mean, Pam's an eater too. You can eat too, Pam. All right. <laughs> and we're all going out to dinner. It's going to be great. I had a nine ounce pork chop for lunch. I'm impressed. I'm probably going to have another one for dinner when we wrap up here. It's not a j- I'm a big eater. Sorry. Girl likes her
1: protein. I do. Um. So, yeah. So Jeff told me he was taking me on a date. And so I was like, all right. I was a little suspicious, but whatever. So he takes me to downtown LA and we go to Cole's, which is the French dip place with the great old fashions, which is walking distance from my old loft. Yeah. So he's like, okay, we're gonna have a drink and then we're gonna walk down this we're gonna go walk to dinner. And I was like, Well, where are we going to dinner? He's like, It's walking distance from here. And I'm like, Okay, whatever. So <laughs> We're having cocktails and then we're walking across the street and he's making a joke about never. like he's like oh we've been together for five years and I can wait like another five years to propose and I was like I'm not gonna wait that long like I'm not gonna wait 10 years. (laughs) I love
0: that leading up his proposal how annoyed you are with him. Uh,
1: Pretty much. He's walking up I was like Jeff I was like what are you talking about and so we start walking (laughs) and he I was like oh hey there's my old building and he's like yeah there's the old alley and I was like oh I was like you want to make out? And so (laughs) he pulls me into the alley and I'm like sitting here and I was looking around. I'm like, actually, this is kind of gross because like somebody's taking out their trash, like somebody's dropping someone off. And I'm like, oh, let's make out. And so I instantly like try and pull away because I was like, this is creepy. And then I turn (laughs) around and Jeff is on one knee and he proposed to me in the alley where we had our first first kiss.
0: So it was really cute. And it turns out it was his
1: plan all along to pull me into the alley. And I just, like, beat him to it. I was like, hey, let's go in the alley. <laughs> so it's actually, so I was suspicious. But I did not think he was going to propose to me in the alley. So I wasn't, like, I was caught off guard. But, like, I had I was, like, something, I knew something was up. And mm-hmm. so he proposed to me. I don't remember everything he said. Because I was, like, the whole time, I'm, like, right here, right now. I was, like, this is happening? <laughs> And so he was also really smooth. So after the proposal, it turns out that he had planned that the whole time. And there was a car waiting for us. It was parked right on the street. And he had a, he had called Bestia the night before, which is like a killer Italian restaurant in downtown LA that you cannot mm-hmm. get a reservation to. Yeah. It's like you got to like... Sacrifice your firstborn for that one, and Jeff called the night before, and they happened to have a cancellation. So we went to Bestia for dinner, and the car drove us over there. Aww. damn! And, and so we had fancy Italian dinner, and then the car drove us home. Way to go, baller! Yeah. yeah. So that was our that was my proposal. Good job, Jeff. Yeah. So he yeah he caught me off guard in the alley. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was pretty creative. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Just thought. Yeah. Aww.
0: And an air of humor.
1: Yeah. People That's were like, so where'd you get engaged? I was like, in an alley in downtown Los Angeles. And they're like, really? I'm like, yep, yep, for reals.
0: That's <laughs> one <laughs> to tell the grandkids. Yeah, it was cute. So That's sweet. Mm hmm.
2: So now you had about a year to plan your wedding. hmm And you chose a, a local destination. Sort of. Yeah. S- sort of local sort of destination. Yeah.
0: How'd you find your location? So we got married in
1: Palm Springs. So we kept telling people it was Destination Wedding Light because it's a two-hour drive from Los Angeles. So technically, if you didn't want to stay there, you didn't have to. Um, but it wasn't. And no one got on a plane. And, I mean, locals didn't have to get yeah, on a plane, Yeah, you just got right. a hotel. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. like, our family was coming from the Bay Area anyway. So we figured, because both of us grew up in the Bay, we're like, all right, well, they're going to fly anyway. It's not that big of a deal. And then this way we can do, people can have, like, a nice little weekend away in somewhere that we really love. It was one of the places we first went away together when we were dating. So we knew we wanted to get married outside. We almost got married. The other place that we really liked was in... Um, Actually, in L.A., there's this great place called the Fig House, which is in Highland Park on Figueroa. Mm. It's a really cool venue, like really great colors. It's kind of art deco-y. So we were deciding between that, and then we ended up getting married at the Avalon Hotel in Palm Springs, which is this great modern space. It's all white and black. And then um, you get married outside in front of this cabana, and there are these beautiful palm trees in the background. So it seemed like a really cool mix of things, and we wanted it to be kind of like a nod to kind of Palm Springs mod kind of vintagey stuff, but still wanted it to be modern in a way. Mm-hmm. So we kind of thought Palm Springs was like a great mix of those two. And it's also a little like cheesy and it doesn't take itself too seriously. And we just kind of liked the vibe. So that's why we got there.
0: That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned earlier that Jeff is really like excited about the wedding planning. Pr- he was like all about weddings. Oh my
1: goodness. Yes. Jeff <laughs> loves
0: weddings. Like one time we <laughs> were in. Did you know this when you were planning it like beforehand? Oh yeah. Okay. Because one
1: time we got invited to a wedding and I opened the invitation without him and he asked me to put it back in the envelope so he could get the full experience. <laughs> Oh my gosh I he, love this. like he worked on a show because Jeff does um, reality TV so he's a camera guy he did a show about like wedding dresses so he knows a lot about wedding dresses he's been on various wedding related television shows so he like knows weird facts um he was involved in every aspect of of wedding planning. Like if it was I, excited to be a part of it. Absolutely. Like if cool. I, we had a wedding planner and if I emailed them without Jeff, he got like, he felt left out. Like he needed to be, he was on
0: every email. Better CC me girl. Yeah, yeah. always <laughs>
1: CC'd. Like he loves weddings. He th- spent a lot of time thinking about what he was going to wear and like how everything was going to go together. And like, he was very opinionated. It was not like me running the show at all. <laughs> and, did, and how did you feel about that? I think it was. I think because of that, it's a a really great reflection of us as a couple. Like, I think it has a lot of him in there too. Mm -hmm. Um, Not saying that it doesn't that if the bride does it that that's not going to happen. But I think because he was so opinionated, it has a lot of Jeff in there, Um, and it's also really stressful to make all of those decisions. So to not have to like, I feel like a lot of people get like decision fatigue at a certain point you're like I can't answer any more questions like Mm -hmm. all of these details are really overwhelming so I was able to like deflect certain things to him like things that he liked like I didn't think about lighting I didn't think about like a couple of other things because that's the kind of thing that he's into so I didn't have to worry about it he picked the DJ I did not pick the photographer or the videographer because that's what he does for a living so he was the one that researched those vendors Mm -hmm. and had strong opinions about it and I was like all right I care a lot about flowers. I care more about the food. I care about this. like So We, are, I think our interests also really, like, what is the word I'm trying to think? They like divided the... complemented each other. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Compliment. Yeah. yeah. So we definitely divide and conquered.
0: I just thought about this. So you just graduated from culinary school. huh Congrats, by the way. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Um. So food at your wedding. It was good. Dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because we got married at a hotel, they have, like, a food and bev minimum, so you have to... You know, you have to get food through them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really lucked out. They had good food. And what we were lucky about is they let us split the minimum over two events. So we had a welcome party for everybody, which was really fun. Cool. Um, like the day before? Yeah. So instead of a rehearsal dinner, Yeah. because mm-hmm. um, I went to a wedding once, and we, it was a destination wedding, and there was a huge wedding party. And so when everybody went away to dinner, there weren't that many of us that didn't go to dinner. So I was like a loser. Aww. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they intended that, but you're like, OK, where am I supposed to go today? Yeah. So I feel like if you travel somewhere, it's a nice thing to do like a welcome party for people. Yeah. Sure. So we did... Um, um, a dive in movie. So we had tacos and margaritas, and they projected a they projected a movie, and we all got in the pool and watched the movie. So instead of a drive in, a dive in. That's so.
0: Oh my cool. gosh, I love that. Yeah. So what we watched movie? the
1: Sandlot. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to do. So I married an axe murderer, and Jeff said that was not. Oh, kosher. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie so much, oh, but God. that might have been terrifying the night before the wedding. Bugs. So we went. <laughs> (laughs) Kid friendly.
0: Oh, that's so fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was really fun. I love that. That's very cool. Yeah,
1: and the hotel let us like divide our food and bev amongst the two. So that was really cool. So we got two meals for the same kind of minimum that we had to pay them. Wow. Yeah, and the food was really good. We did like um, tacos that night. And then for the actual ceremony, we had like – or not ceremony, cocktail hour. They're like little rice balls and steak skewers and – Um, I don't know, it was really yummy. I didn't eat a lot of it though, like everybody says. Yeah. You're just too you're you're too stressed out. Did you eat tacos the night before though? Yeah. Okay, good. I did do that. There's an amazing photo of me somewhere of one of my bridesmaids trying to force me to eat before the wedding and I'm like angrily eating a poke bowl and like glaring at her and like my hair is put (laughs) up in like pins and I'm in my like vine. I'm like, I'll eat this (laughs) bowl But I won't like it. I was like, that's the picture of the bride you don't see. <laughs> it's very real. Yes, <laughs> it is, though. True. They're like, it's eat real. something. You're going to pass out. I don't like, want to. I don't want to <laughs> eat. I'm fucking telling <laughs> you what to do. Ah, it's my day. <laughs> <laughs> I do look like a monster. Uh, but I look really pretty. That's why it's so funny. Because like my Beautiful hair and makeup monster. is done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like Shuffling down that <laughs> Don't make me eat it. <laughs>
0: so how many people did you invite?
1: uh we invited 165 and we ended up with 120
0: that's pretty good which is what we wanted i mean i think that's how destination weddings work you're like "Eh, we hope a lot of people fall out
1: well that's kind of the hard thing about it is you have to like when you decide you're going to do it you have to know that some people are not going to be able to afford it and you can't take it personally because that's the way it is and and so we so like we were really conscious of it and we tried to make sure there were events and things that's part of the reason why we did a welcome party too cuz we're like if you're going to travel out here like we'd love to give you like more than one night of activities um but yeah i don't know where i was going with that <laughs>
0: <laughs> good talk good talk no, no. <laughs> i think just we were talking about the number of people and then oh. the, that people could only come cuz of money. Yes. Oh
1: yeah. So bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. Yeah. yeah. And that it, but I think it ended up being like a really intimate number.
0: I got to be honest with you. I think if you'd been like, "Hey, come to Palm Springs, pay for a hotel to do a dive and and a dive in." Yeah. I probably would have just that one night been I'm like, I'm in, yeah, yeah, it's I know. The actual wedding, Pack the car, let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah, tacos, tacos. lot and a pool. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty fun. That was might, really cool. I might
2: have to steal that just for fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. why not?
0: <laughs> right.
1: That sounds like fun. That's I right. You have a pool. I do. There you
0: go. Yeah, make it happen. It's really fun. Yeah. God, I want a taco now. No words, I we yeah. had it's so the perfect much, food. We just had so much food. We had popcorn and and Girl Scout cookies. Mm, popcorn. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Popcorn's the best. It is the best. It's my favorite Can't snack. Stop. Can we talk a little bit about like the style of your wedding, like the dress and then the photography?
1: Yeah. Um, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz
0: we're obsessed cuz we saw the pictures. Yes. The pictures turned out really cool. Uh, what did we see her on it was some other wedding she's like Instagram. super fancy now I feel
1: like we booked her right before she like blew up it's yeah, like crazy now because she's everywhere I
0: didn't, I didn't know but Pam sent me like a link that you were like like oh yeah this you were is in like green
1: yeah we were in green wedding shoes green which is wedding shoes so
0: yes. it was really funny
1: because after so the wedding famous. which is bizarre I guess wedding famous whatever that means yeah um so we had a wedding planner which they were wonderful and after the wedding, they asked if they could submit our wedding to publication. And I was like, uh, I guess strangers want to look at our photos. That's weird. But I get that that's like common in weddings. But then you
0: looked at other people's when you were playing your wedding. Exactly.
1: But I didn't think people would want to look at mine. Like, I just didn't think it was going to be reciprocal. But yeah, like, of course, I looked at other people's photos. And so... When they asked us about it, I was like, well, really, I feel like it's for the vendors. Like, it's such a great marketing opportunity for all of the people that we worked with. And sure. we had an incredible team. We had pretty much all lady vendors, which was really cool, which I think is kind of common in the wedding industry. Um, so when they wanted to do it, I was like, sure, that's fine. But uh, yeah, they posted us in something else, too. But Lauren does really cool stuff. The photographer did a really great job. Um We told her we wanted to go take pictures in front of the iconic like um, Palm Springs windmills. And so then after that, we were going to do some um, couple photos. And we were really lucky because we got married last year. And they have this thing in um, Coachella every year. It's called Desert X. And they build these art installations in the desert. So there was this really cool mirror house that they built last year. And it was basically a structure in the middle of the desert that was made out of mirrors. And people were waiting in line for like an hour to take pictures at this mirror house. And now it's like really popular. And Lauren, the that morning was like, oh, I should just go check this out. Maybe we can go take photos there. And so we w- ended up walking up there. And the minute people saw me in a wedding gown and Jeff in his suit, people just started walking away. So we have all these really clear (laughs) photos of us in front of the mirror house. And everybody else I know that went there, they're like, how did you get photos without people? Because no one's going to get out of your photo. Everyone's there to take and pictures. And there's fucking
0: mirrors everywhere. But yeah. I
1: think they saw the wedding gown and people just like moved Powerful. out of the way. Aww. So we have these incredible photos at that mirror house. They're amazing. They're beautiful. Yeah. And um, we have one photo that we printed and it's above our mantle at our new house. But Lauren, our photographer, told us that with every client, she tries to give them one photo that turns them into art. So like you don't. Cool. So it could nice. be from long distance. It could be close up. But something that's not necessary. It just like happens to be a wedding photo. But it's like something that you could hang on your wall. So that's ours, which is just that beautiful mirror house. And then Jeff and I are in the door. You can like barely see us. And there's nobody in the photo. Wow. wow. I have no idea how she did that. She's crazy talented. Um, um, what's her name? Lauren Scotty.
0: OK, we'll link her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Lauren does really great work. And Bold House, our wedding planners, we couldn't have done it without them. Um they, the woman who, like the, the, it's a couple, or not a couple, I guess they're like a married, like a wedding married couple, um, but mary Laura, and Asia, um, are, who are business partners, they're not really married. Uh, <laughs> they're going to laugh at me. But so um, Asia, who does all the art design, she has a marketing background. She used to do branding. So she really thinks when she works with a couple, it's like distilling who they are and creating a brand for them. And so I think she like interviewed us, like got an idea what our style was, things that we were really interested in, and then distilled it in a way that we probably wouldn't have thought up on our own, but was so very much us. So I, which was kind of the coolest part about working with somebody else. And so everything about it felt like us, like it had like vintage nods to it. We used kind of like pool blues kind of inspired by Palm Springs. We had um, a lot of white, we had cactuses and greenery and just kind of like desert-inspired florals. Our florist was also rad. Her name is Veronica, the Bloom and Gypsy. She does crazy stuff too. Um, and it just all came together in a really beautiful way. And it was really crisp and clean and modern, but also vintagey at the same time. I don't know how you can make that work, but that's
0: kind of what it looked yeah. like. It was a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah. How did how? Early on in the wedding planning process, did you realize I need a planner? I can't fucking do this on my own.
1: Um, it, actually, my mother insisted oh. <laughs> like really? pretty early on in well, the process. Because you were a
2: coordinator,
1: so yeah, you're
2: used to coordinating things, so that's
1: yeah. And she told me, She's like, You could absolutely do this on your own. I have no doubt in my mind that you could do it, and it would be great. I think you'll be a much more pleasant person to be around if you don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is coming
0: from someone who knows you well. Yeah, and I yeah. think
1: it took away a lot of that stress. And like I we were very much involved and there was a lot of work to do, but that it wasn't I didn't have to follow up with vendors. I didn't have to negotiate with people on that. I didn't have to like make sure all the ducks were in a row. Like I just got to make decisions, which was pretty cool. So, if you can afford it because it's expensive, um it's excellent. I highly recommend having a wedding planner. It
0: really I was not not that stressed out yeah maybe budget for it if you're a stressed out person you yeah all the time. Mm-hmm. but also like
1: yeah and I think it's it, I think it's important also to find somebody that you feel like you can work with that like because you talk to them all the time and it gets really personal just like weddings do so like it has to be someone that you can work really well with and that gets you Mm-hmm. Which is weird to know when you meet somebody once. Be like, hey, please help me with my most personal day. <laughs> like, I hope we're going to get along. <laughs> it's the most memorable day of my life. Yeah, but I like really am happy that we had one. And I like didn't think we needed one. I was like, it's fine. I can do it. It'd be great. Shut up, mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was my Eat mom. Pokeball. bowl. <laughs> yeah. I do what she I want. I think we, we started working with them right after we signed our contract. Okay. So we found the venue on our own. So venue, and then it was like, we need help. Well, the, uh, like, I think most venues do. They require you to have somebody day of. I think that's really common, depending on the venue. Um, So they were requiring us to have somebody day of. So they recommended a bunch of people. And then we were like, I think we want more help than that. So how did you
0: find your coordinator?
1: They were recommended from the hotel. Oh, okay. So it was on their... um, suggested vendors and the contact at the hotel there was a couple of people on the list and she's like i think you might like this person and this person and i called the first one and she was in palm springs and then the bold house ladies were centered in la so i thought that was kind of perfect so yeah. i didn't have to go to palm springs to go to meetings yeah sure. um but they do events anywhere
0: so that's cool. Yeah. And you immediately, did you just look on their website or did you look at Instagram? How did you kind of look and you're like, okay. Connect with them?
1: Uh, I looked on their website and their Instagram. I looked at their previous events and then I met with them. I actually met with them to get tacos, which was amazing. They like suggested that we go get tacos. I was like, that's my favorite food.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then we just like sat down and like, in, like, it was really easy to talk to them so yeah just looking at websites making sure it's style that we liked Mm -hmm. um and yeah that was basically it right on dude Mm -hmm.
2: so what was the uh we have the the questions of course that we ask everybody what was the best part and the worst part of the whole process yeah
0: from proposal to everything's wrapped up um okay let's end on a
1: good note um the (laughs) worst part about wedding planning is that and it's the advice I've been giving everybody is that weddings reveal all the relationship skeletons in your closet so like that best friend you haven't heard from in five years that family member that embarrasses you at parties like every relationship you have to like weigh them like the idea that you have to like decide who can or cannot come to your wedding is weird So, like, that whole evaluation of your relationships, I feel like that was not my favorite. And just, like, people coming out of the woodwork that I hadn't talked to in a long time. And they all came in, like, good intentions. But um, I didn't expect that. So the relationship skeletons were not my favorite. Um, I could do without those. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then the best one was our, um, the way that our uh, reception space was set up. So it was a long rectangle. And instead of having like three long tables or just doing rounds, we set up our tables in like a snake formation. So there were long, short, long, short. So in order to walk through the area, you had to snake through everybody's tables. Mm -hmm. And so for our introduction at dinner we played um beyonce's love on top and then when we walked in and had everybody cheering for us that was so cool because it wasn't just like walking down one line and you saw one person we yeah. saw every single guest that's cool at the nice. wedding when we walked in yeah. so i thought that was really cool it was really like a fun way to like reconnect with everybody so that that was probably my favorite and then we also did a um seventh inning stretch in our ceremony so we retook we changed the words to take me out to the ball game to be take me out to the wedding and everybody stood up and sang a song before we did our vows. oh my gosh I love so that. those were my two that was our nod to baseball and then the walk-in that's
0: wonderful
1: I mm-hmm. love it yeah that
0: was our two touches um, before we go on to confessionals I do want to ask we were chatting before about um the honeymoon Mm -hmm. and you mentioned advice that you were given about when to take the honeymoon or what type of vacation to take.
1: Yeah. We, um, at first we really wanted to do something adventurous and we wanted to go to Japan. We wanted to travel somewhere and like we were going to be running around and someone told us, and I think it's really good advice is that for your honeymoon, it shouldn't, you don't want it to be really active. You're exhausted Like you, especially if you go right after the ceremony, Mm -hmm. you're so tired. Like you don't realize how tired you are until I think a couple of days after. And you don't want to go running around places or go beyond like a 12 hour flight to somewhere on the other side of the world. So instead we, um, we went to Hawaii which means that we're really lucky because we're on the West coast. So that's just like a five hour flight for us, but going to Hawaii or going to Mexico or Caribbean or wherever tropical beach it's calls to, to you, you. Yes. I highly recommend <laughs> that. And so for our anniversary, we're going to uh, Tokyo. So we're going to do like a trip for that. Um, save the adventure for one year when we're rested up.
0: Save the adventure for one year. I like it. Yeah. Like that.
1: Yeah. Do something. Cause I think, I think people who don't do something, they get sad. So go do something. Yeah. But just maybe lay somewhere <laughs> 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 and have people like deliver cocktails yeah, to you to, and snacks feed there and, you go. Uh, feed you <laughs> well i just lay here <laughs> yeah exactly i love it
0: <laughs> so pam that's the first half of our uh fun recording with courtney yay and now we're going to do some bridal breaks let's do it you ready ready um, bridal breaks for listeners who don't know are uh, fun tips we give to not only brides, but anyone helping to plan a wedding of something to do. that's nothing to do with the wedding so that you get out there and enjoy your life. And uh, remember that life is more than RSVP cards coming in on time. It's true. It is true. Believe in yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't feel like it yeah. in the moment, but
0: it's true. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're hu- You're a whole human who can do more than stress out about who is on the invite list. We we believe that you can do it. Um. So, Pammy, you yeah. always like to give some sort of a beverage. I do. What you got this week.
2: So, uh, I was out the other night and I had this amazing drink and I thought I would share it with you. Um. And uh, as we know, I'm not going to lie, I like it a little sweet. What? It, I know. Um, and this one definitely intrigued me. And I was like, I got to try this. So this, I don't I don't know the name for it. I just know what was in it. Okay. And it was Sailor Jerry, um, spiced rum. Okay. And horchata.
0: Oh, horchata with rum. So, spiced yeah. rum, though.
2: Spiced rum. Yeah. And the, you know, cinnamon, rice milk, horchata. That's so, oh, the two of them together was delicious. And it actually... Wasn't too sweet because I had other people at the table try it and they, they agreed. They are like, this is actually really tasty and not too sweet.
0: Was it over ice or did they shake it up and put it in like a martini glass?
2: Uh, it was over ice. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: That sounds yummy. Yeah. I would have that. That sounds like a good fun summer drink. It
2: was, it was nice and light and refreshing and I highly recommend.
0: Nice. (laughs) Well, um, I sort of have two bridal breaks. But I felt like because we don't have a guest for this one, it's just you and me, um, I felt like that was okay. And they're sort of related. So here's the thing. We obviously love Ruth. We always have Ruthie the dog running around. We do. And so a lot of the listeners love dogs. But we also, uh, I love kitty cats. So if you're a kitty cat person, um, I have two different uh, Twitter handles that I follow that are animal related that I think are just fun to kind of have in your Twitter feed you know besides you know news and your friends updates and stuff like that mm-hmm. one is at bodega cats so it's just pictures that people submit to this website that they put on twitter mm-hmm. of just cats in delis and bodegas and you know like little bars oh my gosh outdoor restaurants like, you know just like how every when i cats? lived in new york no when i lived in new york Bodega Cats or Bodega is basically the like the little, little small molly po- yeah, mom and yeah. pop markets that are on the corner, your corner deli. Yeah. um you, you can buy a bag of chips, a soda, a sandwich, maybe a roll of toilet paper because you're out and they're usually open 24-7. So they're really convenient. You yes. have coffee. And the thing about it is that you want to have a cat because you got to keep out the mice and the cockroaches. Honestly, ah. that's like the lo- that's the logistics behind it. But there's usually in those kind of stores, there's just a cat hanging out. <laughs> so when I lived in New York, I'm always looking for the kitty cat. Really? I just want to pet it and say hi. <laughs> so it's just this ongoing series of just random cats hanging out in public, just like chilling on like, you know, next to like a box of cereal being like, What? <laughs> <laughs> that's and I just adore awesome. it. So yeah, so that's at Bodega Cats. Um, I'll put that link up in the show notes. And the other one is called um We Rate Dogs. Okay. And the, that is at dog underscore rate um and what they do is they also just have this endless stream of fun dogs mm-hmm. but I think you usually submit to them and then they will put your dog's picture up and they're so cute what they do <laughs> is they'll put a little dog's picture up like I read this one it's like this little gray puppy in the back of someone's backpack and he's oh like my dead gosh. asleep And underneath it writes, this is Charlie. He was on his first snow adventure, got tired immediately, and had to be carried the rest of the way. 12 out of 10. He did his best, though. So they always rate the dogs, but the rating is always, like, over 10. Like, the (laughs) the dogs are always, like, overrated. Like, they're like, this is the cutest dog ever. That picture is awesome. Yes. There's another one of, like, a little puppy trying to, like, lick his his owner's face and, like, trying to climb (laughs) up his legs. And it says, this is Rooster. He would like a hug. Maybe a kiss too, but the hug is top priority. 12 out of 10 would obviously accept. <laughs> so it's just silly and cute, but it's like the cutest little doggo pics and I just love it. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I thought like a little little kitty and doggy love today would be fun. I like it. Yeah. So that's my bridal breaks, Pammy. All right. Um, so you have your yummy drink and yes. you can have that in one hand and then have your phone in the other on Twitter looking at these cute animals. Yes. And that is a good break from your wedding. That's a good break. Um, so now that we had a bridal breaks, Pammy, Mm -hmm. we got to talk a little bit about our show and all the ways that you can follow us and find us and get more information. Yes. We do it in the form of a quiz. You better be ready, Pammy. Let's do it. Coming at you fast. Oh gosh. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Okay. If you want to find more information about wedding confessionals, what is the website you go to, Pam? Weddingconfessionals.com. If you want to follow us on super social media, um, which social media websites are we on? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find show notes to this episode and any other episode, where do you go? Weddingconfessionals.com. There are three different ways to send us stories. We love your stories. Send them. They're going to be anonymous. Send us your confessionals. Send us your uh, questions for advice. There are three different ways. The first is email. What's the email address? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. The phone number where you leave a voicemail where we will just take the voicemail and transcribe it. We don't actually want you to have your voice on our show. It's just our voices, man. It is. <laughs> so we will just transcribe it. So don't worry about your own voice coming through. That phone number is 434-933-2663. 434-933-2663. Nice. The last way is to go um, to our website again. Yep. Um, what's that called?
2: Weddingconfessionals.com.
0: From there, you're going to click on a tab. What's that one? That says, tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. From there, you just um, fill out a quick form, just a name. You can make it up. And then the story that you don't make up, that should be real. Of uh, your confessional, and again, it's anonymous. Or question, yeah. Or question. I always think of a confessional as like I have to confess that I have a question. But you're right. Oh. What do yeah. you think?
2: Well, I think I think if they've got a serious
0: question or it's a question, need
2: some advice. Yes, that's not a confessional.
0: That's just a question or advice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. Um. So yeah, anything that you want to <laughs> do, maybe you just want to tell us about your life in any aspect, and then you hit submit. Yes. No email address, no phone number needed. Just send us your 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 story. Your story, your life. A yeah. little piece of it. Share it with the world. Um, Pamela, um, we are on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Yes. They always would like us to tell our listeners that they should rate and review us. Yes. Five stars is <laughs> amazing. Pam would like I'd even ask the question, Pam, what what number of stars would you prefer? uh five yeah pammy likes five stars um so yeah if you have time go over to apple podcasts and uh leave us a review um also we're available in a bunch of different places besides apple podcasts. It's True. um can you name some of them
2: google play uh podbean stitcher um player fm Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Podcast Attic, Downcast, Overcast, Castro, and our newest cast box.
0: Boom, boom, boom. Fear, A plus girl. A plus. So that's it, man. Yeah. That's the whole episode. So um thanks everybody for listening. And next week we will be uh having the part two with Courtney. All right. She's so funny. She's fun. Stay tuned. All right. Bye, Pammy. Bye.
2: Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song, and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure
0: you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you
2: have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website
0: confessionals.com Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a
2: voice message at 434 933 2663. That's 434 933 2663.
0: And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com.
2: See you guys next time. Bye.